this is the Imperial Garrison. What's your call sign, pilot? It's, um, it's... Say something. Rebel, uh, Rebel Rock Radio. Rebel Rock Radio? There is no Rebel Rock Radio. Well, there is now. From the far reaches of the Outer Rim to the city planet of Coruscant, it's the podcast that gives you sweet jams and all those pop culture hits. It's Rebel Rock Radio. What it is, everybody. I hope you are ready for this uh, episode number 137 of Rebel Rock Radio. Uh, And we are continuing our discussion on Are They Real? And this week, we're focusing on ghosts in pop culture. And hopefully at the end, we'll be able to answer that question, at least for ourselves, on are they real? We'll see. So I did say uh, we because I do have a guest. Uh, you have seen him before on Rebel Rock Radio. And let's go ahead and bring him on. We have Donovan. Donovan, how are you, brother? What's going on, man? I'm excited for this week. Oh, this is going to be awesome. How how you been, wise man? How are you? Tired, but good. Trying to get a lot of stuff done and accomplished before I head to Houston next in a couple of weeks. Um, that should be fun. Um, never had surgery before, so hey, this is a first. So we'll, we'll see. They'll uh, open up my brain and shake a stick around in there and root around and hopefully uh, cure whatever's in there, and we'll go from there. But uh, yeah, hey, what about you? What have you been up to? I uh, just been working hard. Got some pro- got a secret project in the background, but other than that, doing a couple of interviews, making as many friends on the indies as I can, and experiencing a whole lot of new things. So that's what's been going on. You guys can check that out at Z- Drop Zone Productions. That is the new channel that I am co-founder of, and we've had a lot of fun there. Yeah, yeah. Say, same great content that you were providing on the other one, but you got a couple of people with you now, and uh, they all provide great content. Drop Zone Productions. Uh, we'll have the link uh, in our uh, description here in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, hey, let's see who we got in the chat. Of course, Isaac, first up, uh, you know, early as ever, uh, oh, never misses it. So we're glad that you're here, Isaac. We got Steve. Steve ain't afraid of no ghost. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, oh, that's me. Uh, we got Megan in the chat. Hey, Megan, how are you? I hope you're doing well. Uh, let's see. There's Isaac again. Hey, we got Nicole. Hey, Miss Paul, how are you? Um, hopefully uh, you're doing well. Uh, yeah, all right. 
so I'm sure the chat will fill up here real soon. Uh, but um, yeah, let's uh, we can get some uh, housekeeping out of the way. Uh, again, I'm still new to this format thing here, so bear with me. Ah, there they are. There's the banners. All right. So we are part of the Red 5 Network, the amazing collective of podcasting talent. You can go to our uh, bio link. Uh, there it is. Pulling around down the bottom. Uh, bio.link slash red5. Um, again, you know, there's uh, over 30 pods uh, in our group. Uh, if you're not necessarily liking what you hear here, check out somebody else. Guaranteed you'll find somebody that you like. But who doesn't love music? Who doesn't love pop culture topics like ghosts? So, yeah, yeah, there we go. And of course, uh, for our uh, show, uh, you can go to our bio link bio.link slash rebel rock radio there are a couple of other ways that you could support the channel of course if you're listening uh over the airwaves and you're not on our uh youtube and you're not in our live chat come over to youtube uh check us out over there join in with all the shenanigans of course there's uh you know you could always subscribe you could always like and most importantly, ring that bell. Bung. That way you get all the notifications when we go live. We also have a uh, Tee Public store. Uh, anytime that uh, you want to support the channel and grab some merch, you can head over to tpublic.com slash user slash rebel rock radio and pick up your shirts, your hoodies, your... Uh, baby diapers, uh, your uh, well, I, uh, coffee mugs, uh, stickers, coasters, you name it, it's on Tee Public, and you can grab it there. And the final way that you can support us, of course, is becoming a patron. If you go to patreon.com slash rebelrockpod, you can join. And where's my list? Oh, there's the list. You can join and get uh, all sorts of cool stuff. You can get swag, uh, not quite free T-shirts yet. Spencer, for whenever you're uh, on and you hear this, uh, no free T-shirts yet. Perhaps soon. You never know. But $1 a month supports our channel, uh, allows us to do what we do. And you could join this illustrious group. Special thanks to Dave, Kelly, Chris, Don, Nicholas, Scott, Kim, Amanda, Mandy, and Justin. So thank you very much. We couldn't do this without you. And let me turn off that banner. All right, there we go. So this is Rebel Rock Radio, of course. And we are going to play our first song once I find it. All right, there we go. So uh, our first song is uh, from Snow Cats from uh, uh, Amham. I'm hoping I pronounced that right. Amham, Netherlands. Uh, so, yeah. And, of course, I get a spam call right when I'm looking at my phone to get all the details here. Uh, Snow Cats, Amham, Netherlands with uh, Marie. 
was Snow Coats, which I think I have the uh, name of the song right. Um, Marie, maybe? Um, Steve would know. Steve kind of picked this one. Uh, actually, he picked all of them. But uh, he's the one that gets all the permissions for the songs that we play here. Uh, so I think that, that's right, according to the show notes. Uh, but yeah, I really like them. They're, uh, again, from the Netherlands. So, uh, yeah. So, um, again, Steve's not here. He's on his little hiatus. So uh, hopefully he's uh, resting up and uh, getting excited for when he comes back. Uh, quite possibly could be around Ahsoka time. So, awesome. And then he confirmed that uh, that it is... Uh, Marie is the song name. Let me go back and turn off that banner. Uh, all right, so that, oh, I, there we go. All right, so uh, I, I've decided to uh, switch things up a little bit, similar to what I did last time, just because uh, ghosts and pop culture is such a wide topic. Uh, and it's a topic that is uh, near and dear to me uh, for reasons that I'll state later. Uh, but after last week's show, Donovan's like, yo, if you got a spot, I really want to go on this show. So what, what's, the, what's the deal, Donovan? Do you, uh, you have this thing with uh, ghosts or what? Oh, I'm 100% a believer. I have always been one since an experience when I was little. And we'll get into that later. But... Man, once I saw that you guys were having ghosts, I knew I could bring the energy. This one was going to be a fun episode. There, There's so much to it, whether you're a believer, you're a non-believer, just regarding television alone, just regarding one subject alone, there is so much that goes into it. And I think that people don't realize that with this much information or even these ideas that there has to be something out there. And so once you said this was the subject, I knew I had to come on. I knew I had to come awesome. on. Awesome. That's, that's great. Uh, yeah, I love the energy. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into lots of different types of energy here later. Uh, so uh, the way that I kind of broke it down uh, was as far as pop culture goes, I figure we'll start with TV shows. And I'll actually let, I'll let you take the pick here first on whether or not you want to cover like serial episodic shows or if you want to cover the reality type shows. Which one do you want to cover first? I'll go with reality. I, I, I know that you'll probably even know a lot more on that subject, but being a child and waking up early in the morning to see like the sci-fi channel them have marathons of just you know ghost ghost hunters and all of that got me more into is could this be real and then doing my own research as i got older realizing that ghost hunter production was only about 30 minutes outside of roswell in a little old hotel so seeing these shows like uh ghost adventures ghost hunters um you have a couple on the travel channel discoveries has gotten into it the last couple of years those are a lot of different examples that i give that um people will tell their stories going into television you have uh you have one and i believe it's a paranormal survivor that um the sci-fi channel came out with a few years ago where they would talk about stories i remember one 
of a woman going out for a walk near the Hollywood sign. And that turning into the dramatization alone got me as I was younger. But hearing those kind of stories always drew me to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, and and I believe uh, from my research, other than a few shows here or there uh, that would do like Halloween episodes, whatnot, Ghost Hunters was the first uh, around 2004. Now, Ghost Touch the show is a little different than the actual paranormal society that um, that it stemmed from. So, uh, Ghost Hunters came out. Uh, I, mean, I don't even remember when uh, Jay and Grant founded Taps, um, but they're from Providence, Rhode Island. Okay. Uh, and that's and that's where. I'm. So, uh, I got to meet and talk with them a lot. I was part of the Taps group uh, that went out and did investigations, and then they kind of did their own production thing off of that and cre- uh, created the TV show. And they took a break, and it still actually just came back on. Uh, with Jay uh, as the the main guy, uh, and Steve and Dave uh, are the trio that do that. Uh, but yeah, uh, that really captured a lot of people's um, imaginations and kind of showed what went into a paranormal investigation. Um, there soon after uh, was uh, Ghost Adventurers. Uh, which is a little different type of show. Um, they, they're they more antagonistic uh, and yep. more in your face. Um, then from there still, uh, stemmed more of like a celebrity type of Help My House is Haunted yep. uh, show that, uh, that the Ghost Adventures crew has done. Uh, there was uh, Ghost Asylum. Uh, then to me was one of the coolest ones around uh, and uh, that was Paranormal State and Paranormal State was uh, college age kids and they brought in a lot of science into it Uh, whereas like Ghost Hunters you know they would explain you know hey this is an EMF detector it does this and then they'd use it and they actually showed it more in use and how it works and got into the nuts and bolts of uh, how and why things were used there. Uh, so I really liked that one as well. Um, during this time, did you ha- did you have a favorite show that's like, oh, man, this is coming on. I got to watch it. It was Ghost Hunters that got me first. And then um, another show that had to deal with the paranormal was uh, Factor Fate. Mm, paranormal yeah. file that came out and they they had more of a debunking to it where they got into the science of it and then there were a few uh, occasions where they couldn't mostly doing with uh ghosts and that kind of paranormal stuff but ghost hunters is what really got me into this um into realizing okay there there are a lot more things that we can explain and at least, if these guys are being made fun of they don't care they're gonna try to find it regardless 
So I really, really grew towards that. I really attached myself towards that. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, um, of course, you know, knowing those guys that kind of got me into that, uh, into that show, um, uh, being there before, uh, I kind of know how the production is and how it's set up and, you know, um, one of the ones that uh, after a couple of episodes, I refuse. I, I won't watch Ghost Adventures. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't like uh, their style. Um, it, the main thing is, is you know, you never know what's out there, yeah. and if you antagonize something that you don't know what it is and what its capabilities are, eh, that's not a good recipe. Because uh, if they happen to find something that is has bad intentions and they go antagonizing it, they're not going to be able to show that on television, I don't think. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that was uh, that was a good one. Uh, another one that was more reality based that is probably even older, and you might remember this one. You might not. Unsolved mysteries. Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, it I had just, that creepy music going to it, and you know, and then you had the guy with the uh, almost the Ben Stein voice that starts narrating and tells you what's going on, and yeah, that that was like, oh wow, that's all right. Now, not all those were paranormal, and not all of them were uh, were not, like ghost based, but still creepy enough. I, I would uh, I would lump it in there, but I mean when those two other shows like serial tv shows yeah and there's there's so much it's a wide category whether it's a actual tv show or uh whether i guess regular tv versus cable versus like I, I don't know, even more on how graphic things can get. Um, but, uh, you know, even now, like uh, with Netflix, uh, you know, they they have different warning levels of, you know, hey, this yeah. is this, and you have to put it out. You know, they put it in between uh, each show. Um, I don't know, what are some of the shows that you remember that uh, that you enjoyed watching? So I got into, and this is probably the most iconic one that if we're going to think of that, this genre is Supernatural. Supernatural um, is the one that I got into the most. And most people would say like Charmed. I mean, I think we could add like Buffy into this, even though it's vampires, it still had to deal with ghosts on occasion. But Supernatural was the was the one that I got into because it was the one that I was like, okay, well, at least it's a ghost show. Um, there's one that I can't remember what. Is it Medium? No, it's Ghost Whisper. It's Ghost Whisper is, is the one that I was thinking of also. Ghost Whisper is another one that I was thinking of. But yeah, Supernat Supernatural. Yeah, that one that one was the one that I watched when I was a lot when I was younger. Binged it, finished it finally when I got older and was like, all right. Yeah, yeah. 
so I hey, just wanted to mention real quick, we do have some uh, uh, new people to the chat. Uh, Don from the Escape Pod is in the chat. Uh, Ro, uh, founder of Red 5 Network, is in the chat. It's great to see you guys. Thanks for stopping in. Uh, but yeah, yeah, um, had to bring back the classic un Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, Robert Stack, that's the guy's name. Yes. Okay. I was like, oh, man, I know, uh, I know it wasn't Ben Stein, but he had that gravelly voice, you know, that uh, just uh, deep and, you know, that resonates. And it's like, oh, all Impactful right. voice. Impactful. Yes, yes. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, man, uh, I mean, I know I'm a little older than you, but yeah, I remember Charmed. Uh, I mean, who, uh, Holly Marie Combs, Shannon Doherty, Alyssa Milano, and Rose McGowan. Come on. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was, that was the dream right there. Uh, it's just man yeah i and then uh ghost whisperer jennifer love hewitt yes come on oh. i mean let's go yeah uh but yeah there were there were so many uh of uh, american gothic uh is uh is one i believe that was on uh netflix um medium uh you brought up was an interesting one um, I know that she was a medium that worked with the, I believe it was Phoenix police department and, uh, she would go through and help them solve cases week after week. And, um, let's see. Um, now here's another one. Now, I, I guess this would be ghost ish supernatural. It was on Netflix. Uh, it was called the good place i don't know if you oh, ever saw that yes yes what what's her name uh kristen bell C kristen bell is in it ted dancing yes is in it. yes I, yeah. I did watch that yes oh my goodness yeah it, it was so i mean every time that they wanted to cuss it was another word was <laughs> entered in and uh hey luna girls here and tina all right see i knew it was going to be filling up and dragon buddy what's going on brother but uh but yeah i mean there's just there was so many uh, american horror stories on horror uh, stories. netflix um i don't know chat what uh what, what are some of your favorite tv shows that featured ghosts or paranormal um man i was uh, I, I know that uh, when I was a kid, kind of was in a sheltered house, and they kind of tried to protect me from that kind of stuff. And don't dabble with. They were big, you know. Don't play D and D because yeah. that could lead to different paths. Uh, don't play with Ouija boards. Don't, uh, you know, don't do that. Uh, you know, uh, don't watch the ghost shows. But it was still there. Um, but uh let's see if anyone no one's uh, mentioned ghostbusters cartoon sure yeah yeah ghostbusters had a cartoon um was it slimer and friends or was it just ghostbusters no so you i think you had slimer and friends and then you had the real ghostbusters which was the good the good one mm -hmm. yes yeah, yeah 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 
Um, all right. Yeah. So, um, uh, Luna Girl mentioned uh, Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures, uh, those types of uh, shows. Um, I, I mean, I, I should get one of my kids to come in and they'd probably rattle off like 50. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, what was uh, Miss Peregrine? Um, uh, series of Unnatural Events. Um, that was a movie and a TV show. It's a TV show yeah. on Netflix uh, with um, Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother. Neil Patrick oh, Harris. Oh, yes. Uh, is, uh, was in there. Um, but uh, I know a lot the of people were mentioning uh, Supernatural. You know, I watched uh, I watched about half a season of that, and then I just kind of fell off. I just I I don't know. Uh, I think there was too much backstory that they're trying to get into, and I'm like, oh, just get to the good stuff, and you know. But uh, Danny Phantom, Danny Phantom was good. I will defend yeah. that one. That was a good yeah. cartoon. No, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, Winchester's, which is the sequel of the, uh, or is it sequel or prequel? It's a prequel. Prequel, right? Is it, it has any, who's watched it? Is it good? I haven't started it yet. Um, Dragon Buddy, uh, says, uh, Winchester's got him. So. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's just, there's, there's so many. Uh, ones that uh, that you know even uh, on the more creepier side where uh, you have uh, haunting of Hill House, haunting of Bly Manor, yeah, um, which is there's I guess a trilogy. I think there's supposed to be another one coming through. That um, yeah is to cut, like conclude that whole storyline. Um, but I mean, yeah, there's you, you can have your fun loving shows. Um, oh, there was another one. Uh, oh, I can't remember. I, I, I put it on my list last week to watch. Uh, and it, it's like a guy that's walking through, like, in, he's in his house, and there's like 15 different people that are in the house, and they're all dead and having interactions with this guy. Oh, and, is it? Uh, uh, I can't remember. It's like all throughout history, uh, yeah. and then they're all yeah. in this house, and they're all giving him like life advice and things like that, and it just goes totally bonkers. Um, I mean, I don't know. Would you? Would you? I know it's not necessarily ghost, but paranormal. I you have to go with Stranger Things. You, uh, yeah, as the most iconic, I'll say, of recent is Stranger Things. Um, I guess you could say that it's kind of ghost activity, like when they're in the upside down reacting to our world, especially mm -hmm. with the, the lights from the first season. So you could say that that's the most iconic for Supernatural. But then yeah. Would you go Supernatural? Because they're... I, the, you'd have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I, I was my, my first thought was like, oh, it's like superpowers, but it's really not. 
it goes no, more into like ESP and telekinesis and uh, those other powers that are there. Um, so, you know, it's, I would have to classify that as paranormal, which falls under the ghost umbrella. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. Cause it is, it's basically like just, uh, a show talking about the MK Ultra experiment for anybody who likes conspiracy theories, and that's right. just paranormal in itself. So of course, Stranger Things would be one of the most one of the more uh, iconic things. You have you have that you have uh, Supernatural. I would say The Haunting of Hill House because when it first came out on Netflix, it got a lot of people. It got me very yeah. bad. It yeah. got me. So I'd have to say that, that Stranger Things is kind of, and I believe that they are headlining uh, Hollywood Horror Nights this year at both parks. Yeah. So I believe that they're supposed to have a giant, giant event for them. King Boo from Isaac, Mario. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> King Boo from Mario. So Steve, you, you've only seen the first season of Stranger Things. Is, is that what I'm understanding? I mean, it's not too late. I mean, before the next one and the last one show up, you could get easily get caught up. Once you start watching, you'll get hooked. Um, Ghost Files. Um, I don't think I'm familiar with that one, but here, let me write that down so I can check that out, Megan. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the comment. I'll have to look that one up. From YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for anybody who does, I would. There's a channel I would recommend if you like semi-weekly content. Um, it's uh, Nukes Top Five. Definitely a um, a very good platform for ghost videos entirely. That's all he does. Nothing more. Awesome. Ooh, it's time for TV. All right. <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, Steve's a busy guy, and plus he's got, uh, he, he, you know, comics and uh, the uh, all the punk music and uh, all the movies and everything. Yeah, I mean, it kind of gets uh, it gets hard to keep up with everything. But I'm, I like, I'm uh, only like a lot of this. I was going to say, I'm only laughing because I, I feel the same way. Like, I'm so backed up on going to the movies. I oh, The only yeah. one I'm I'm making sure to go see opening night is Oppenheimer. That's in the last, like, five months. Yeah, it's tonight, isn't it? I thought it was tomorrow. Or is that well, next week? Tonight, tonight's the, the midnight, but tomorrow I'll go see for, oh, okay. for the first yeah, official yeah, yeah. day. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's just, uh, there, there's so much that's out there to, to try to catch. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, there's so many TV shows and we just barely scratched the surface, but uh, we're going to move on. We're going to play our next song. Uh, and then uh, we're going to talk about ghosts and movies. So our next song, if I can hit the right button here. Uh, next song is uh, from a band called Kill Me from Seattle, Washington. 
It looks like that uh, this is uh, incapacitated, I'm guessing. I don't know why Steve picks all the hard songs to pronounce and puts them on here when he's not here. But uh, I believe that's what it is. Kill Me with Recapsitated uh, came out June 15th of That's the name of the song right there, uh, Recapacitated. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, yeah, good song. It's a it's a it's a driver. It's a, yeah. It has that, uh, four chord repeat, just a power chord. It's, uh, but yeah, all right. So um, TV or t that was TV. Now on to movies, and again, we're going to separate this one a little bit uh, versus, you know, so you have the wide range of things here. So first, let's talk about, like, more comedic movies uh, that feature ghosts in there uh, or ones that are, I guess, not necessarily jump scare or horror type or anything like that. Um so, uh, I, I have some that are written down that some might not think that they're ghost-related. So, I'll start off with one of those. 1989, Field of Dreams, ghost story or not. Oh, 
it is it is a ghost story it's 100 percent a ghost story i mean but it's a good one it's right? not scary yeah. it's it's meaningful oh especially because we're in baseball season yes yeah oh, one of my so i mean that, i was like oh do i put that one down or not but uh, uh overall yeah i had to go with it um uh, other lighthearted ones that uh, that I have, Casper, okay. um, 1995. Uh, I, my kids love it. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. Uh, it's got uh, Devin Sala, I think is how you pronounce his name, uh, who was later in another supernatural movie that we'll talk about. Uh, but uh, he was the kid that played the live action Casper. He was Casper before Casper, I guess. Uh, yeah. The, the alive version of Casper. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, um, ghost, uh, which, uh, Nicole mentioned, uh, is another one. That's more of a lighthearted ghost type thing. I, their their clay look like my microphone. I'll just say that. That's all I'll say. Right? Yeah. I I, I don't know. Uh, I know the the iconic scene where they're making where they where he's helping her mold the clay. But that's a yeah. That it they uh, actually is it is a ghost story. That's why. I mean, other than just the name, but yeah, um, yeah. I never really. I never really got into that one. Um, I, I don't know why. I just thought it was weird. Uh, the whole love angle type thing. And yeah, the whole pottery scene just to me was, uh, was cringy. Uh, but yeah, then we can want to uh, one 1984. Uh, was possibly one of the greatest ghost movies ever made on off uh several sequels um ghostbusters not only not not only was the song catchy uh not only was it funny there are some parts that are downright creepy oh yeah um, you know the uh, the, the whole uh, gatekeeper and key master golems coming to life. Uh, Gozer scared the crap out of me. You know, I'm like, what in the world is that? You know, that, that's just, that was pretty crazy. Uh, but, you know, I, I mean, it was absolutely fantastic. Um, oh, here, here's one that I missed, Meeting Joe Black. I guess that's more of a drama, though, than a lighthearted one. Yeah. Um, that was, uh, was that Brad Pitt and Anthony Hopkins, I believe, were in that one. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, Beetlejuice, another Beetlejuice. It that one still holds up today. I will defend oh, that yeah. one 100%. That one's gonna hold up today. That one's perfect. So when they changed their faces, that's the movie that got me. That's the movie that scared me when I was younger. Is extended. Oh, we'll get to my 
Yeah, we'll get to mine yeah. in just a minute. Uh, oh, mine's no. more on the realistic side. Oh, no. Um, um, let's see. Uh, modern cocoa. Okay, yeah. Because of the Day of the Dead festival. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was kind of a, you know, you could say that was a... a uh, movie uh yeah. what about it chat any other um any other light-hearted type ghost movies or paranormal movies that you could think of i don't have exactly a light-hearted right, but i do have a i don't have a light-hearted but i have a comedy and that's okay. the haunted house series a haunted house the "Quote unquote found footage with one of the oh. Wayans brothers. So yes, it is ghost, but it's more for a mature audience. It's hilarious. It's a little bit lighthearted because it's not intended to be scary. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw the original haunted house with Eddie Mur or haunted mansion with Eddie Murphy. Um. See, I thought that was I, I didn't put that down because it's not out or I didn't think that one was out yet. Did they did they have one before? So that so the one, mansion. Yeah. So the one with Eddie Murphy came out in like 2006. It came out early. Oh, um, okay. That one that yeah, that one's a little bit more uh wholehearted. The new one that comes out what Friday? Tomorrow? Soon tomorrow? or next week. Tomorrow or next, next week, week, I know. Yeah. Yeah. That one's but, yeah, with I was Ahsoka. looking on that one. That one is actually, I guess, more of the, based off of the actual house that's at Disney World and Disneyland. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see that one. Um, but, uh, I mean, then conversely, you have... Movies like 1980, The Shining. Oh, okay. Yeah. The shot. Yeah. Uh, is that the one that got you? No. No. Oh, okay. No. Um, I mean, even before then, 1959, uh, and Tina mentioned it, Haunting a Hill House. They've actually remade a couple of times, but 1959 was the original haunting of hill house i believe vincent price was in that one um so uh yeah that was uh that was pretty uh pretty intense even back yeah. then the one that got me was made in 1982 okay called Paul Heist. okay what What's that one about? I've never heard of that one. You oh, you haven't. All right. So, poltergeist. They a family builds a or uh, buys a house that's been built on, I guess, a burial ground. And okay. as they start to move in, they start to see that their uh, strange things start to happen. And uh, like, there's a section in the kitchen where. Uh, she could put the daughter down on the floor and she is slid across the tile. 
and you know, uh, you turn around, all the cabinets are open. Uh, you turn around, and all the chairs are stacked in like a pyramid on top of the table, uh, and things just start escalating from there. And then one night, like the little girl is like, uh, you know, hey, um, you know, uh, they're 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 I can hear them, they're coming, something like that, and they're like, oh, just go back to sleep. And, uh, you know, and she's in front of the TV and it's all the, the white noise snow that old TVs used to have. Oh, now I know it. It disappears. Yeah. I, now but, I know what you're talking about. I've never, so I was never allowed to watch that being younger and growing up. So I've never seen the poltergeist. So that's why I was a little thrown off. I've only seen the memes and everything about it, but I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh. They're here. Yeah. Oh. Um, but what what got me about that movie was there was a scene in there where the their their son is asleep in his room and there's a thunderstorm going outside. Uh the the wind is blowing the the um, the tree is scratching against the window. The lightning flashes, and he looks over in a chair, and there's a clown sitting in the chair, one of those little, you know, puppets or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. he he throws a blanket over it, and then it flashes again. He looks, and it's gone. Oh no, no, no! And, I'm good. And then it's like he gets drug under the bed and he's getting the crap beat out of him by uh, by this clown. And then the window shatters and the tree reaches in and grabs the kid. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm good. Yeah, uh, I'm no. done. Uh, no. So that's, no, that's the one that got me. Um, my uncle was babysitting. Uh, while my mom was at work and he decided to let me watch that and oh. so, 1982 i was seven okay. so yeah uh that really yeah that that one got me uh but i mean there i mean there's so many that were that have been made uh, whether it's um, the Warren movies like Annabelle and uh, oh the Conjuring, Conjuring series, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, even before that, there was uh, I believe Shannon Elizabeth was in one called Thirteen Ghosts, uh, and I yes. was like, wow, that was that was pretty stuff. Um, there was another one called Ghost Ship which oh oh yeah the uh there, the wire yeah yes oh, yeah wire and scene just, oh man yeah um but i mean there's uh the haunting uh has been uh was another one made in 1963 they made two or three remakes of that one um uh there's just so many. Hey, Danny jumped in the chat. Hey, Danny, how are you? Um, there's one that came out in 1999. And it possibly had the biggest 
uh, plot twist that uh, of any movie almost up to date. Haley Joel Osment was in it. <laughs> you know which one? I know what you're talking about. I see dead people. Yes. Oh, oh yes. my God. So, so iconic that, I mean, it, uh, watching it, it had me. I was like, oh, wow. All right. This kid's seeing stuff. And, you know, yeah, he's going there. He's good. You know, wherever he goes, he sees these things and he's talking to this psychologist. And uh, who would have thought that uh, Donnie Wahlberg, you know, uh, who was, uh, uh, who caused this to happen? Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it, it was pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, that, that was a huge one. Um, Danny mentioned one, the others, Nicole Kidd was in that one. Um, that was, uh, I think 2001, uh, that was in there. Um, yes, then we yes, have. Uh, we have like uh, the Sinister series. That's one that got me good. That one about the uh, about the children. Mm. That one that yeah. one messed me up. Um, Paranormal Activity. I have a little bit funny story about the first one. Uh, so me and my brother, we that was when we first learned how to like download movies off the internet. So we watch our. My mom, she told me, "Hey, I don't want to. I don't want you watching Paranormal Activity. It's gonna freak you out. I, you're gonna, you're not gonna sleep. I already know you. So we watch it the next day. And the final scene at the end of Paranormal Activity, when she attacks the camera, her teeth are all messed up, and she just scares it. Got me. So later that night, I'm sleeping, and I guess like." I fought in my sleep and I knocked like all my pillows and all my blankets off. So I'm laying like this and I could feel something moving around me. And I look up and it's my mom looking down at me, but it's pitch black. All you see is the hair. So I'm like, Oh no. So I throw my hand, she grabs them and I start screaming. I'm like, please, I'm sorry. <laughs> and my mother goes, Hey, uh... Hey, what happened? Why are you what what are you doing? And I go, I watched the movie, I watched Paramount Activity when you told me not to. And she said, That's your fault. That's what you get. She's gonna come get you. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's that's amazing. Uh, um a, another one that much hype. Um and it was really a one of the first ones to utilize pop culture in social media to spread the word of the movie. Uh, and that was Blair Witch Project. Oh, man. I I always look back at how they marketed that movie. That's that I at the time i understand like the internet hadn't been that big yet but for for people that were older in that time like you dj how did you guys feel about that the way they marketed that movie and how it came out uh everyone at least around my age was like oh this is a, it's got to be a joke there's no you know it, there's no way that it's going to make any sort of money and 
It's like it. I just thought it was just a goof. And yeah. then that was just lead up to it coming out. And then it came out and then everybody went and saw it. Like yeah. everybody, everybody had to know what is all this stuff that we've been seeing? What is this stuff that, you know, uh, that you hear about? And it's like, Oh, it's a, it's a true story. And then the way that they did it with uh, in segments and releasing bits and parts of it and what seemed like actual news articles. And I was like, it's like so it was just absolutely crazy and then you see the movie and you're like oh okay yeah well all right well you took my money uh yeah uh it, it had so much potential um and i guess it uh, it did what it set out to do um I think I like the sequel better than the first one. Uh, but um, I think I'm in the minority there. Um, but yeah, I have, uh, it was, I, I've never seen the sequel. I've never seen the sequel. Oh, yeah. Uh, Book Book of S. River. Oh. Which is uh, uh, reverse. Oh, okay. But, yeah, it's uh, it, and you didn't understand anything until at the end they play it backwards and you yeah. start to piece everything together. So, oh. yeah, I, but for how much it costs to put it out there versus production costs. And I think Roe said it, uh, where was it? Yeah. Biggest profit margin error ever that I, it made so much money in the theaters and cost little to make it and little to advertise. It was all word of mouth. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's just, there's so many paranormal type movies. Uh, and then, um, I, and I, I won't credit The Conjuring or Annabelle or The Nun or any of that. And I'll get to that in our next segment. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, it is time for the next segment. So let's play our last tune. Uh, our last tune is called, uh, is from Achings. Uh, they're from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, and the name of the song is uh, Undoing Home. Off of all these shapes, all of these days, uh, which uh, came out this July, July 14th, 2023. So enjoy Achings.
that was Achings with Undoing Home. Good song. It's um, haunting, I guess you'd say. Um, <laughs> uh, she, she has a unique voice, and uh, I think there was a little echo effect uh, in there, and it just kind of really, uh, really set the tone. I, I, I enjoyed it. I liked all three songs tonight. So... Uh, but oh yeah, uh, since they were we were talking about it before we get to the last part. Uh, so this is made out of cardboard. You can see kind of the creases and stuff like that. But um, I had the patterns um, that I had downloaded from our uh, Mandalorian Merc site, uh, and uh, before I started with the actual pl hard plastic, I wanted to test out the patterns, make sure it fit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just try to get used to working with it. So there's a Mandalorian helmet. I like it. I like it. I really do. It looks good. So stay over there. All right. But yeah, it starts off. It's just cardboard. Like this is just the dome of one. Oh, okay. So uh, this one, this one's going to be my Bo-Katan helmet once I'm done with it. Uh, so with that part, um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, it should be interesting. So we're at that time of the program where we answer that uh, that all important question that uh, that we started with: Are they real? Uh, yes, there's lots of different versions of ghosts in pop culture and we didn't even talk, talk about books or magazines or stories or uh anything that the master stephen king has put out uh but um i think i'll, I'll let you take this one first um what do you think do you think are, are ghosts real and you can supply Stories, anecdotes, um, evidence, things like that. So I'll say, unfortunately, ghosts are real. I have experienced a few things in my life. Um, probably the first time I ever, I ever experienced anything like that. I couldn't comprehend what it was. My mother, on the other hand, um, she was so young and she had to experience it for the both of us. Was uh, we used to live in an apartment on the south side of town well for a while everything was fine up until i started approaching her every night and i'd go i can't sleep i don't want to sleep and she would get mad at me and she'd say you'd have to sleep you'd have to you have to go to sleep and then um one night i peeled my eyes and i could see a little boy at the edge of my bed and so I got out of my bed, calm. I walked out and I said, I can't sleep. The little boy at the edge of my bed keeps taking my cars. That was my thing, Hot Wheels. That was my. That was the thing I love the most. So she goes and she says, there's no way. There's no way. Stop. You're just scaring yourself. No, no, go. And so it got to the point where I would wake up with bruises or with indentions of the little Hot Wheels uh, to the point where uh, daycare was approaching her and they'd be like is everything okay like he he has bruises like what's going on and she's 
begging and pleading like, no, it's fine. And I keep telling her, there's a boy. There is a little boy, and he is getting more aggressive. He doesn't want to share them. He's taking them out of my hand. I sleep with them because he won't let me have them. So my mom sends me away with my grandmother, who lives in the middle side of town. And she's like, take him for a week. Just take him, and we'll see what goes on. She had um, a father come in, walk around the house. He gave her a little plastic rosary. And he said, put this in the middle of his mattress. His arms are too little. He can't grab it. So she goes, I'm still at, this is the middle of the week. I have not been home. She goes, she comes in one day. All the doors in the apartment are open. All the cabinets are open. She walks into my room on top of a little pile of Hot Wheels is the rosary. She said, and every time we talk about this, we've, uh, we've had people approach us about this story is the sound of the, of her heart just breaking when she cries. And she says, I didn't know what to do at that time, but all I knew is to get us out of there and how her voice cracks when she said that. Yeah, it was right there on those cars. She didn't bother touching my room. She had to have my uncles come in and take everything out. When she left, she still was like, I have to figure out what happened. A elderly woman lived across from us. Lady loved me. She goes, why are you guys moving? And my mom goes, well, you know, there's just things that we can't explain that's going in there. And she, she says, she pulls my mom in inside, comforts her and tells her, a little boy had passed away in that apartment before you came in there. He was beaten by his father. And then his father ultimately went to jail. And so she goes, I never assumed that anything would happen in that house because it was a little boy, but clearly there are things that are angry. And to this day, we've had people that we knew get that exact apartment and leave a month or two. We haven't even told them. We want to know for ourselves if something's still wrong, but people can't stay in there. And that's what, that's my first experience. I was little, but to this day, I can still vividly remember that little boy's outline at the edge of my bed. And I'm like, no, it, it still gets me good. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I understand. Uh, and our chat is full of, uh, you know, a, agreement here that uh, a lot of people, uh, have had uh, experiences that uh, that they can't explain. Um, I, uh, as uh, I guess, I mean, not really much anymore, but uh, retired paranormal investigator uh, with a couple of different groups. Um, I've seen things that I couldn't explain. Now, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, every house and every story is true. Uh Nine out of ten, you can explain. Yeah. Uh, whether it's um, some sort of weather phenomenon, whether it's uh, an electrical field in the house, whether it's uh, a car that's two streets away that when it turns the corner, the headlights go into a uh, the chandelier of the house and it sends, you know, uh, uh, shadows and light disperses yeah. throughout and it only happens so every so often, but that's when you catch it. Um, 
but I have I have seen things that that can't be explained, um, even from when I was a kid all the way up to now. Um, I I don't know how interactive ghosts are uh, with with people in general. Yeah. Um, I, th can they be? Yes, but I think for the most part, and there's a lot of a lot of different classifications that go into yeah. that type of thing uh, on uh, different types of ghosts, and whether it's just energy or an actual manifestation or someone that you might know that's trying to reach you, that type of thing. There's lots of different degrees that are in there, uh, but I think for the most part, most of it is, and I try to explain it. Uh, to people like um you know it's a battery and you yourself once you start walking a certain path you build up this electrical energy that is there certain people are more subject to feeling that electrical energy and they will catch glimpses of it and the more electrical energy that you have as a person the longer and the deeper that that can take, uh, especially if it's been years. Uh, a lot of the stories that you hear, oh, it, for 50 years they were in the same spot doing the same thing, and you know, you oh, I see, uh, you know, somebody walked through a wall. You know, like well, at some point that might have been a doorway. You just and you just see the energy go through. You never know. Um, but uh, yeah, and. I do believe that they're there. Uh, I don't know exactly how much or how deep it goes. Um, but yeah, there's definitely lots of things that are out there that can't be explained. So and for like, yeah. And for like a lot of people, like with that story, with a lot of people, there's a lot of people that don't believe it. And I'm okay with that because I have the vivid memories. And I tell them, if you want to go ghost hunting if you want to explore there are places uh there's one place in lubbock texas that got me good that i don't ever want to go back to and uh if you ever have like a longer form episode we'll get into those stories but with these kind of things i think people try to tend to be like if it doesn't immediately happen to me it's not real and i and the best way i could tell them is you got to either be super lucky and see something down the hall or you're going to be super unlucky and not see any. And with my story, it's we lived there for a long time. I me and my mother, it was just it was just us. So I was, you know, a mama's boy. And I don't know if that spirit just started being like, OK, he got the life I never got or something. But with just those events it's either people want the immediate reaction the immediate jump scare or they don't believe it and it just yeah it it's it, it is what it is with that kind of stuff right yeah yeah i mean and it's wild and i mean heck there's places close to us that are that you could go to uh oh yeah there's some here in artesia some in roswell that's just yeah um uh, lots of lots of different places have lots of different energy um yeah. i think in new mexico the the place there's a place in santa fe 
that uh, I barely would set foot on the property, much less go inside the building. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, um, man, uh, it, ghost stories, I got tons of them, uh, oh, yeah. or stories. I won't necessarily call them, um, uh, ghost stories. Um, one of the ones I remember the most is, uh, I was in my twenties and working at a, uh, nightclub, uh, as a bouncer barback type thing. Yeah. And, uh, they ended up shutting the doors and it was in an old theater. Uh, and I was one of the last ones to, to leave and for the final night before they locked doors for good. And it was like, Hey, you know, go make sure everybody's out. And I'm like, okay. So went through the front entryway in through the, the old theater doors uh, the seats were taken out down there because it was transformed into like a nightclub thing yeah. and concert venue. And I'm like, Hey, uh, you know what? We're, we're trying to leave. Come on, come down. And I'm looking and up in the balcony. There's a person. And I'm like, who in the world is up there? And so I go down and I'm like, who's up there? I can clearly see it. And as soon as I get close, I'm like, what in the world? All right. Hey, you know, fun and games is over. Come down. So I went around to where the door was to a to access the balcony and it's barred shut. No one, there, there, no one could get up there. And I turned around, went around the curtain on the stage and looked up in the balcony and it, whatever it was, turned its head and looked at me and then stepped back in the shadows and was gone. Oh, no, no, I'm good. No, I'm good. I am. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, and then I was like, I walked back up, and they're like, is anybody in there? Nope. No one's in there. Let's go. Mm-mm. But, nope. you know, it, it doesn't, doesn't really, really uh, freak me out. But, you know, uh, yeah, and Megan's got a good point. Maybe we should uh, do this. Uh, uh, we can tell ghost stories around Halloween time. We'll have to uh, get there. Uh, yep, I've uh, I've been there. That's uh, Fall River, Massachusetts, uh, for the Lizzie Borden House, uh, Gettysburg. Uh, definitely, I've been there. Um, but yeah, a uh, little bit over here. But uh, hey, uh, Donovan, I really appreciate you coming on uh, and uh, talking about this topic. Next week we have. Um, I guess we'll call it our cryptids. Are they real cryptids episode? So we'll talk uh, Bigfoot, Mothman, um, Chupacabra, other things that aren't necessary, Yeti, and you know, talk about uh, you know those type of phenomenons. Uh, and we'll uh, we'll get there. Make sure you hop over, listen to WSTR Radio after us. Uh, really appreciate it. Thanks uh, for all that uh, came in the chat and uh, chat and talked with us. Really appreciate you. Thank you for the support. And uh, have a great day. All right. Later.